Fans of the Sean Geek Podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to seanbeginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode. Welcome to the Sean Geek and Fast Brit podcast with your hosts, me and me. How are you guys doing? <laughs> How's everybody doing out there? How's our audience doing? How are you doing? They're all relaxed. They're not, all- as re- not as relaxed as you, though. <laughs> oh, my God. You look like you're really relaxed. <sighs> you like I just had a big spliff or something. <laughs> a what? big spliff a spliff and uh, then now I'm is that an english uh, word <laughs> another word for something uh, oh okay. um yeah i just had uh my third massage with my new massage therapist and boy oh boy oh a new one yeah yep uh, there's one close to home the my regular one retired after i don't know 10 years or whatever right it was so I had to find a new one and I did and she is amazing. So free plug, Deep Roots Massage. Um, I did go in originally to see um, uh, Jason Brasher, who was the old bass player in our band who would was subbed in for her dad on occasion. Right. And, uh, I did have an appointment with him and he was really, really good. And then I had a window of opportunity and a holiday to go. So I'm like, Oh, and I'm usually someone who books in advance, but it was a holiday. It was last minute. And Sylvie said, Hey, why don't you go for a massage? I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I look and he's not working that day, the day after the day after that, he was like actually off on vacation or something. Okay. So I was like, all right, let's see someone else. So Sylvie and I went over the list of all the massage therapists at deep roots and uh had a gut feeling always go with the gut as i always say Mm -hmm. and uh took a chance with this with this person tomorrow Mm -hmm. and she was fantastic just you know it's there's a, a certain groove you need uh with massage too like there's too hard there's too soft there's too elbowy there's not elbowy enough like everyone has their own their own groove now jason was freaking great he was it was like one of the best massages i'd had in in a long time well because i hadn't gone in a while but when tamara uh when i got the massage with tamara it was like it was next level and i said okay you know i want to do this regularly and i want to fix my body and 
just right. be good. So, so for so for people who don't usually go for massages and always wanted to go for one or weren't too sure about what to expect, um, do you want to give them a bit of a, a rundown of, of what to expect as soon as you kind of walk in the door? Sure. Um, for some people, there may be a sort of uh, anxiety or nervousness. Uh, I am definitely one of those people. I'm not used to just taking my clothes off for anybody. Oh, oh when I go for a massage, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm, uh, I'm just going to chill and I'm good. It, it's the same with uh, when I had my appendix removed and whatnot. I could stay in the hospital and be fussed over and I'd be fine oh, with it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, you know what? And, and, and weird enough, when I go to the dentist, I actually enjoy it <laughs> because they're fussing over me. Nerd. I'm there and they're, you know, uh, yeah, it's just weird, weird that way. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I like being fussed over, I guess, too. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, so what to expect? You go in at this place, you take your shoes off, you put them in a bucket, you sign all your COVID stuff. Um, and you, there's a pre-screening you have to do the day before, which I do online and then you go and then, um, you start, okay. Some people have never had a massage. So you just strip down to whatever you're comfortable in and then, uh, you lie in your stomach and then you tell them, you know, what needs work. And then, uh, there's levels of, of, uh, intensity. So tomorrow is really hard like just so just like the name go hard or go home yeah (laughs) yeah and that's what i prefer i'd rather suffer some pain like i i have a high pain tolerance i have a uh it's a good pain it's a good pain i'm able to kind of some people they go for a massage they just fall asleep i'm not one of those people like i am focusing on the point that that person is working on and I'm concentrating and going with the flow and I'm consciously trying to loosen the muscles as they're doing their job. Maybe it sounds stupid, but that's what I do because helps you relax. Yeah. But if you're tensing up when they're hitting a a, a tender spot or a sore spot, this is the worst thing to do. You need to relax. So I just, I, I blank my mind and focus on the spot. I don't think about uh, after the massage, I got to go get this. I got to go pick up this. I got to go stop at Safeway. I got to go, you know, like I don't, I just like, no, 100% massage. And um, the last one was painful on my legs because I'm mm-hmm. kind of rehabbing from that knee injury that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so there was tense muscles from, you know, months of, supporting the injury i guess and uh so she had trouble working oh she didn't have trouble working through it she just she's like stubbornly like i'm gonna work this out and there's a couple times a couple of tears came out (laughs) (laughs) but but see that's the thing i like it that way some people they just they want to relax they want you know slow gradual blah 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 like i'm like just let's go right to it so this time, though, it was better because nothing was as tense. So the work she did last time held. 
-hmm. and I did all the stretching and all the exercise that I should be doing. So from this appointment to the last, this was not painful this time. And if you have regular maintenance on your body, it's like taking your car in, you gotta, you know, you gotta change the oils. You gotta, you know, uh, put, put more air in the tires, you know, change, change the liquids out. Like your body is a machine that needs to be maintained. And if you don't ever maintain it, how do you expect to not get sore, not have an ache in your neck, not have like, you gotta, it's maintenance. Yeah. So there's, there's, it, there, it, I used to, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying it's essential. Yeah. I used to go to uh, Bodhi over here, uh, not far from mm-hmm. where I live. Mm-hmm. And I started there and that's where, um, oh, geez, I forget her name now. Megan? Recently? Yes, Megan. Yes, you were the one who had recommended yes. mom and dad went through her. Unfortunately, I don't think she does it anymore. No, she does. But, she just moved. Oh, oh okay. She's in Gimli. So, so there's, like, at the first time I went, I didn't know what to expect. And the way that she massaged was great. It was perfect. They had the, the right, she was strong. Uh, she, she, she went deep tissue also. And I really liked that. Uh, but one time I said, you know what, I'm going to switch it up because she was gone. I figured, you know, I'm going to try somebody different. And every time I went, I tried, you know, a different person. I had one person that was a puller, you know, grab your, your, your traps or whatever, charging, pulling that I did not enjoy. I had some that were, um, when they kind of dug into, especially the back of my legs, dig into the back of your legs and then they take their thumb and they go from the bottom they work their way up mm-hmm. right down the and, middle there and it didn't matter how many times i told her to kind of ease up on it always too hard always too hard yep. so I, then i tried another one and you know and so on and some of them were more of a relaxation massage which a lot of people would like like if you're if you're sitting on the couch and your significant other is you know rubbing your back and going geez this would be great if i could do this for about an hour or even like a little neck massage even if they don't know what they're doing it still feels good Mm -hmm. you go to someone who knows what they're doing oh my god just be ready for a treat yep you know you just lay there and you can you can wear well if you wear clothes but i mean if you're if you're if you're a girl and you want to wear your your underwear uh, that's fine guys at the same thing i i kind of like to go in my in the buff you know get in there and then they can you know do um do the massage there's there's no straps and crap in the way so i uh, i thoroughly enjoy my time and i usually take about an hour and a half so when i go i i try to go i try to make it count but boy when you're out like i i saw you like you're like in a daze like stone <laughs> You're like, yeah, you look kind of stoned. And that's how you feel. Because, I mean, the endorphins and stuff after you're done, when you get out of there, it's like, oh, my God. It's like you're so relaxed. It's like, do I need to call a cab to drive myself home? I mean, that's that's how relaxed you are. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, you're, you're going to have one hell of a good sleep tonight, too. Oh, God, yeah. And it's, it's almost like a workout. So if you're not used to working out, you're going to be a little bit sore the next day. Exactly it. Great, but, great analogy. That's exactly because it is a workout because all your muscles are getting, well, whatever muscles they're working through, like they're all getting worked. Like, yeah, I didn't even realize my, like my forearms and my hand, like the first time they did that I went, Oh my God, I have <laughs> tension there. Yeah. Especially like when you're playing guitars, you don't notice. And then when they, when they go and they release all that tension, it's all, Oh my God, it's, it's, it's quite the feeling. If you think about it, 
what you're when you're using your muscles it's a I, I i might be getting some of the medical terms wrong but i think it's a lactic acid builds in your muscles mm-hmm. and when they're doing the massage on you they're they're purging i could be totally wrong please correct me if i'm wrong flushing they're flushing <laughs> the lactic acid out of your muscles and then you hydrate afterwards. You drink lots of water and it rehydrates all your muscles and, and it gets rid of all the, the buildup of that stuff. Yeah, so, of course, you're a- going to feel euphoric after because you're purging, not impurities, but it's like taking a crap, I guess. I don't know. Well, you definitely need to drink lots of water afterwards to help flush all those toxins out of your system. Uh, now, do you I had one of these when I got home? Okay. Yeah. That's when good. I got home. So now do you, do you hydrate before you go? I, I think I, they, I do a little bit. Yeah. I think you're, you're supposed to, it's supposed to help, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, Cause if you're dehydrated, your muscles are going to be like tight, like a raw, like a tough steak or something and harder yeah. to work through more effort for like, I try to do as much as I can. So it's less work for the massage therapist. Like I try to like I'm exercising regularly. I do lots of stretching. I drink lots of water, like do everything I can. And when they say, look, this, this is tight. You should be stretching. And here's the stretch you should be doing. Do that. Mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> do what they tell you to do. And your massage will be even better next time. Like I do whatever they tell me to do. Yeah. Yes. When ma'am. I get, yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever you say. Yeah. Because yeah. The, the more you do what you're supposed to do, the better the massage is every time. And it's just, like the last massage was was good but painful the massage before that was painful but this one was like oh, okay now this is this is the groove and it took like three three good massages to get into that okay now my body's responding my body is um to work the kinks out yeah literally exactly. but yeah. uh when I'm you go no tomorrow no <laughs> take tomorrow so- off so when, when you go, they'll usually ask you also, like, do you have any problem areas you want to work on? And I've, being so tall, the mid back uh, on myself, I pulled it one time. So now there's scar tissue there and, mm. and I can really tell, like, especially if you're, you know, shoveling snow or anything like that, it really acts up. So when, uh, and, and they know where, I mean, they could take you down literally with their thumb. They know where <laughs> every little nerve ending is on your body yeah and when they're going down your spine on your back and they follow this one nerve and and the and your muscle and boy when they hit that one spot boy does it feel good it's like oh my god Mm -hmm. yeah just just work on that spot for the next 20 minutes yeah it feels really good same with your neck you know when you flip over i mean they're very professional they'll you know they'll lift the the cover up and you can flip over whether you have clothes on or not doesn't matter you're you're well hidden and, um, and then they start, you know, doing the back of your neck, like they're working on your neck and then you can just feel the, the tension releasing it. Uh, it's quite the experience. I think you can, uh, even have like a head massage, Oh um, yeah, you know, and then they'll do your feet. See, it all depends on, on how long you're going. Um, and if I, I'll say, you know, maybe just work my back more so than everything else, mm-hmm. but, but I want like full body. So, you know, work on my feet, my calves my legs, you know, arms, neck, back, you know, whatever. It's all, it's all good. I love it. I got to make an appointment now. Cause when I heard when you went, I went, geez, you know what? I got to make one. 
<laughs> you have a place to go? Uh, there's a place on an academy. Oh, yeah. Um, the, that's where that's where Jason used to work. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we went there and then this whole COVID thing came about and then I wasn't, I just never thought about doing it, but I wasn't, uh, I wasn't sure if any of that stuff was really open yet. So yeah, they've barely been closed. I think they're, they were closed for one shutdown out of three, I think. Yeah. So luckily I've got to be out during the one shutdown. They went back to work before everyone else did. They were considered like first line because it, that's the thing with a massage. Like it's finally getting the respect it deserves is that it's now being looked at as like chiropractic when it got prestigious and it was like, that's the thing. Like, or a massage should have been first. I agree. Yeah, that's what I mean. But now massage is at that level now too, where it's just understood that you do need to go for regular massages to be, uh, to be healthy. Because you can't stretch perfectly on your own. No, like it's no. never perfect. No, but if I go to if I go when I was going to the chiropractor, I mean, you walk in as soon as you sit down on the table, it's like okay, uh, here, here, here. They're done in about maybe. 30 seconds yep and you know big uh you can pay on your way out it's like okay but you go to massage it's like an hour you know half hour an hour an hour and a half two hours sometimes depending on 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 your plan like i've got blue cross and i'm paying for it and part of the massage is is covered is 80 percent for up to 200 or 400 i can't remember how much it is but i and I've got the family thing that I have to, I don't know if I'm going to keep the family one or go a single one or whatnot, but I'm paying all this money for this plan, but I'm not using half of it. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who go, um, geez, maybe I should check my, uh, my coverage and see if I'm actually covered for this and just go for one. Just yeah. try it out. Just the once you'll, you'll be addicted to it. Well, not addicted, but you know, Oh yeah, maybe <laughs> you'll, know. you'll love it. There was yeah. a period where I was going, I had, at one point in my life, the coverage plan I had, it was um, the way the plan worked is you could adjust your plan. So you could choose to pay more and get better coverage. Right. So I paid more. And my coverage was $1,000 a year for massage covered 90% or something. Wow. Dude, I was going like every three weeks. And that's when I was uh, seeing Megan. Like that's when... Megan was my massage therapist and and still to this day there's something about her that I don't know she's like next like next level hey tomorrow's great and I haven't had as good a massage since Megan like Megan and like they're probably on the same level but um I guess the only difference is Megan has a couple more tricks up her sleeve, but I mean, she also has a lot more experience. She's older, but she does osteo osteopathy mm-hmm. does Reiki, which mm-hmm. I, I've, I've done all three with her. And the time she did Reiki on me, I could not drive home. I actually sat in the parking lot for like 45 minutes. Was that much energy? Yeah, wow. it was, it was like, I couldn't, I had trouble walking to the car. Like my whole sense of perception was like, just, and not in a bad way. It was in like a way, like I just back then I was in a negative headspace. Right. Mm -hmm. So the Reiki just flushed all that shit out just. And all of a sudden my brain was clear. 
and it was like it had it was the clear clear for the first time in like two years sort of thing and it's like all of a sudden like when you release all that stuff mm-hmm. like everything is like hazy no I, I i don't think i've tried reiki uh and i'm sure a lot of people are scratching their heads going what is reiki versus regular massage so can you shed a little bit of light on uh, on what the procedure is sure what it does yeah i liked reiki so much i went and got my classification in it so i'm a reiki master level one Ooh. yeah so the way it works is and <laughs> there's people that are going to go oh my god this guy is so full of it like, <laughs> it's like, energy it's body energy yeah, yeah just hear me out like we all have energy fields our bodies are energy fields if you ever go up to somebody and you put hand to hand without actually touching you can feel their energy and it's it may feel like body heat or vibration or whatever but there, there's so much motion in the world there's so much like when you're moving and you stop and you're, you feel like you're vibrating. Well, that's because your inner, your energies is, is vibrating, you know? So the idea with Reiki is that the person actually calms your energy field down and works out the negative energy, I guess, trying to find the best way to describe it without sounding too flaky. But the idea is that, and I've done this myself uh, on, on, on people where you can sense bad spots in the body. So for example, if you have a sore back and your lower back is always sore and it's a perpetual ongoing lingering problem and you have moments where maybe it doesn't hurt as much, but generally hurts all the time, that ends up being this black spot on your body, on your energy field. So your energy field is, is, is um, out of sync or off kilter. Your entire energy field is off kilter because of that one spot, it throws everything off. So if you're able to ease the energy on that spot, your body's tendency to let go or relax will happen, if that makes sense. Okay. So I was going to say, is that like, say your body is, uh, is like a highway. Okay. So you've got all these branches off everywhere and say you've got like construction signs, like you go, okay, we can't go this way because this is under construction. That would be kind of like a black spot where the energy isn't flowing through because now you've got a blockage there. Almost like that yep. where you're saying we got the black spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, would that be kind of a, yeah, it's kind of like you can't, you, you gotta, you gotta finish that construction. <laughs> and open that highway like i think your body is connected from head to toe like there's pathways and it, and even if you don't believe in the metaphysical sides of things it's all neural pathways so look, look at it this way is your spine all your nerve all your nerves all your motor control functions everything works along the spine so your brain sends a signal down your spine to your stomach to tell you you are full or your brain, and it sends the signal to your brain to indicate that, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom or whatever. So if those signals in your spine are obstructed, so for example, if you have a kink in your back or something, you may not realize you're full because the signal's not transmitting. So the same thing works with energy flow in your body. If you've got a, a blockage in your body, the signals aren't going through 
Um, but then the more, you know, I, I call them black spots or whatever, but the more spots that you have, which is this cluster of neg- clusters of negative energy, the more that you have, the less functional you will be and what it impacts your, your shell, your energy, like impacts your body. So if you can ease up the energy in that spot, that's pulling all your energy. Uh, if you can ease it up, then your body will have a natural tendency to try to relax. So like if you did, so if you did a combo Reiki massage, it might, if you're someone who's tense everywhere, it might actually work better for you. It might be your pocket or your, you know, what fits best for you. Like if you're someone like some people, they go for massage and they don't get anything out of it because they can't relax. So you can do a combo Reiki massage and what it does is okay. Well, it calms that area down so you can actually relax it. So they can actually affect it with a massage. If that makes sense. Hmm. I wonder if, uh, if spinal cord injury patients, if they would, if there was any benefit from Reiki at all, like, I know, like if, I mean, if your spine is severed, I mean, fine. I mean, it's not going to help you. But if everything is intact, but there's some nerve damage and whatnot, do you think Reiki would probably help with, you know, trying to maybe... I, I think it would. Yeah, I like divert the pathways maybe and, and kind of help. Well, here's a story that's kind of related. It's not Reiki, but um, the DDP yoga thing. Uh, uh, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, he's the ex-WCW wrestler, world champ, blah, blah, blah. He's got his DDP yoga thing, which I've talked about on the show before. Mm-hmm. And he has multiple places or multiple places. I think one multiple vertebra, we'll say it that way, where he has no uh, disc, uh, no, what do you call it? The sponge part? The sponge part's gone. Okay. Between multiple discs. So theoretically, uh, he should be on the edge of either paralysis or uh, blinding pain. But what happened from doing the yoga he's engaged the muscles in a safe way where the body adapts that hey there's no sponges there so what it does it builds up the muscles along each side of the vertebrae to support those vertebrae because there's nothing else to support it so the muscles actually the body actually says the only way for him to be able to walk and bend and fold himself and stuff is we need to have a workaround and it comes up with the workaround. So, you know, I, I think Reiki in that way does it just to the, your energy shell or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if that's makes sense. Yeah. But like Joe Rogan had interviewed you. If you're interested, it's very interesting when Joe Rogan interviewed DDP to talk about the yoga thing, because I think uh, Rogan was a bit of a skeptic, bit of a skeptic or sort of like, I don't know, interviews him. And then he finds out like, oh, you've got this injury and you're doing this and you're able to do this pain free, no surgery. So they told him he needed surgery. You got to fuse your fuse your vertebrae together, blah, blah, blah. Same thing with Chris Jericho. He had uh, some nagging back injuries and he was told you need surgery to fix this. He did DDP yoga instead and used the body's natural tendency to, okay, well, if something's broken, let's find a way to work around it. 
So I, I think the, the Reiki kind of works in kind of similar fashion. Hmm. Well, anyway, there's, there's a lesson. That's, that's my two cents. <laughs> um, it, it's funny because I, it's funny that you asked about this stuff last night at three in the morning or four in the morning. I can't remember what time it was. The dog had to go pee. So I get up, put her out. And usually what I do is I open the back door. I leave it open to cl- close like the screen or whatever. So she can just push it open. Right. And I usually sit, sit on the couch and kind of keep relaxed. So I don't fully wake up. Right. And then I started thinking about the, the book, the book I wrote, which is in beta, which people get beta readers reading and I'm waiting for their input before I take the next step towards publishing. And lately I've been thinking about the, how to follow the book up. Like, what do I follow that book up with? And I've been, you know, jotting ideas down. I bought a, a journal and just started jotting ideas down. There's a couple of things I was stuck on, like supremely stuck on. And at four in the morning, everything came to me <laughs> in one fell swoop. I'm like, well, go. good, luck good luck falling asleep now. And then, uh, but it relates to the energy of the body because the, the, the book is, is in, it's, it's about, if you believe in something enough, you can make it happen. That's not what the book's about, but that's kind of the underlying thing that's running over and over and over again in the book with the various characters is if you believe in something enough, if you want to be the best guitar player in the world, if you believe in yourself and put the work in, there's nothing that can stop you. No, just your own mind. Yeah, exactly. So I think the same thing with like with DDP is like, okay, well I have an injury and they tell me I need surgery. I think there's a different way to do this. And he believed in it enough. And he, he put, he put dude, like that guy put the work in, like he didn't just, bitch and moan from his couch he's like no i'm gonna fix this you know he did the research he did the work he put the hours you know on the yoga mat mat and figured it out so so anyway the book the idea i came in the book is that it's like that was the key it's hard to say without spoiling anything but that's the key to my book is oh sorry (laughs) that's the key to the book anyway so it relates to auras and stuff because there's a whole thing in there about the energy of the world i'll leave it at that right without spoiling anything but i anyway i came up with the entire plot for the second book while your dog was out having to pee yep (laughs) but it was one of those things like a lot of writers they write everything down when they're plotting Mm-hmm. They have a journal, they write everything down, every single thought. And this time, instead of doing that, is like if I had come up with an idea, I let it percolate in my brain and let it just stew. And I don't write anything down. Just let it stew for a while. So you have the main idea, you know what it is, it's there, and then your your brain just kind of thinks about it and puts up different scenarios. Yeah. So last night was the breakthrough of okay, well, it's been it's been it's been stewing and marinating and it broke through last night and it's like wow okay so i've ne- I'd never done that before i usually write every freaking thing down and out of all the ideas i write down 
you know, maybe 5% of them are good or that I want to work with. Mm -hmm. But this time what I did is I let it just roll around, roll around. I just had the main general idea. And how do I make that manifest itself? Like, how do I, how am I going to write this? How am I going to follow this up and have it be good? And last night was like the, the, the last, so I'd write once it stews for a while and then it, it feels good. Then I write it down, but there was a couple of sticking points and those resolved themselves last night. Wow. See, I woke up at four in the morning. I do my best thinking at four 30. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Cause that's usually when you, you hit the, hit the loo, I guess you would say. <laughs> yep. And you come back to bed. And like you said, you don't want to totally wake up because you want to go back to sleep. Ah, of course, I couldn't go back to sleep. Then I toss and I turn. And of course, your alarm goes off and it's like, you're stupid tired now because you've been up since, Four. Okay. you know, you're, you're already kind of awake. It's like when you wake up in the morning and if you were to go back right away to sleep, mm -hmm. it's terrible because then you wake up at about 11 o'clock and it's like, oh my God. You're more tired. And, and then you're stupid tired. Yep. It's like, oh, why did I go to bed? So, or why did I, you know, why didn't I get up the first time? Yep. Type thing. So, yeah, if rage, rage, uh, listen to our podcast. By the time this checking. one, by the time, by the time this quiet. one is out. Oh, yeah. They've, they've been quiet uh, on social media in general. So I'm assuming. Oh, they've gone dark. They've gone, dark. <laughs> they've gone underground. But uh, I did want to talk about this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Some shit happened. Okay. With, uh, the podcast, actually, with every single podcast on the network. And um, I don't want to use this as a, this is a positive show. I always try to be positive about things. I never want to slag or do anything. But, um, but, <laughs> but, but I do want to talk about it. I don't want to avoid it. I don't want to pretend it didn't happen because I don't think that's good either. Right. So this weekend for a period of, I don't know how long because I was in Lactavani and I wasn't paying attention. I was enjoying the nature. Mm -hmm. And, but at the site, the potty site was down. Potty is our, is our provider, which we all love. I mean, we even call our little group, the potty boys because well, it's all boys. It's not men, that's for sure. <laughs> it's it's all boys, and we're all with pot with potient or potient, and uh, we help each other out. And uh, Todd and I are working on a theme song for our group, and we're we're huge proponents of potient for sure. Like it's indie, it's it's not corporate, it's not a big monolith that doesn't care about people paying them money every month like they don't care about the individual podcasters but at Podient they do like they're very indie they're they're good mark steadman is a is a good dude he you know he's got the, a similar background where he just he loves podcasting and he did his pod he did podcasts and then he started a network like like nothing there's nothing negative there and that's why we switched from where we were before mm -hmm. so they got bought out by a company called Castos or Castus, Castos. I'm not sure what the proper pronunciation is. And when that happened, uh, everyone in our community was, uh oh, what does this mean? Because we all, I think a lot of us, I, I, yeah, actually, most of us were on a network before that was 
we weren't happy with because it was a part of a monolith, this massive corporate company. Um, and, and, and they just, they, the bigger the company, the less they look after their people. So yeah. That's, that's why much, we all left. That's in general. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the way of life. So we all came to Podian because Mark Stedman's like, you know, he's, he's a dude, like he's a, he's, he's like a indie rock star in a way, you know, down to earth. So they get bought out and we're all like second guessing, like, why did, why did Mark sell? Why, what's going on? Why would he do this? And I think we were a little, I, I know some of us were upset about it because he's, he's an indie God. Like he's a podcast indie God. Like he's not, he never, he doesn't bend over for, uh, for Apple. Doesn't bend over for Spotify. Like his, newsletters he sends out he like he's he calls people out on their bullshit um when it comes to the podcast world and how sometimes we're underrepresented and you know like he, he's he's a good dude so when everything went down all of us were thinking oh shit so this is the transition to the new place and everything's all fucked up now because that was the gen- kind of the general consensus. So it sounds like people in our group were going to customer service saying, hey, I don't have a website anymore. It's down. I have no access to my content. It's not visible. No one can download my episodes. And there was no response or minimal response. I don't know exactly what everybody got for response, but apparently it wasn't good. So... I jump in at one point and I check my phone. I'm like, holy shit, like everything's down. I checked. I couldn't download anybody's stuff. Couldn't do anything. So I decide to send an email to Podient and Castos to both. And I said, hey, guys, like everything's down. There's no, there's no, nothing being said on Twitter, on, on Podient or Castos Twitter nothing being said on any social media and no one's been notified that there's an outage. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on and we don't know when we're going to be back up. You got, you have to do something about this. So I got some, res- I got some response back. I have no idea why I did, but I did. Mm-hmm. And it was up, it was brought up right away and it was a technical glitch. It's something that could happen to anyone at any time. See the way you worded it, you didn't say, Hey, shit ain't working. No, I don't. You, you, you got a better response from, from the way that you, uh, you approached it. Well, I guess I did. I don't know. It worked, whatever, like whatever, whatever way I did worked. Right. And they got on it right away. I got an apology from, from Podient. I got an apology from Castos and we had, you know, communication back and forth and they were very forthcoming, you know, admitting, Hey, this is a problem. We admit it's a problem. It's not good. We're fixing it. Uh, from both both sides and both sides were talking to each other right to make sure it was resolved to you know that everything was up Mm -hmm. and that's good um i was very honest in my communication with both companies that it ain't good and you can't just have something like that happen and not do or say anything like you want to if you want us to be loyal subscribers you got to do something for us. Like you, you can't just, 
you have to you have to do something more than what the what the what the giant podcasting companies are doing like you have to care like yeah you're indie and that means shit's going to go down because you don't have the big bucks you don't have this but for me when a problem happens how you deal with the problem is always more important than the problem happening that's true. a general rule true, in life yeah. mm-hmm. you, go, you go to get your car fixed and they were supposed to change your oil and they didn't and then you notice later there's black smoke coming out of your tailpipe you call and say hey what what's going on like you guys did an oil change and they go and well, then we we took the oil out we forgot to put it back in yeah <laughs> but as long as they own up to what they did and they come up with a resolution for fixing it then i'm okay like i don't care right and shit happens you want to you want to stand behind your you know your business your product then yeah. great yeah everyone makes mistakes um and problems are always going to happen and sometimes they're not the fault of the you know the automobile place or the the garage or garage you know it, it's not <laughs> shit's always going to happen nothing is perfect and I can totally accept that, but yeah, just, so the reaction I got from both was, was really good. I had a good chat with, with, with both companies and with the, actually with the CEOs of both companies, lucky me. Um, and I do feel appeased, you know, it shit happened and probably could have dealt with it better. And we're really sorry. And, um, you know, like we'll try to be more diligent or, or whatever. But it was good. Like they dealt with it in the proper way. Maybe they didn't deal with it quick enough, but they owned up to what happened and they, they fixed it. So kudos to both companies. Hopefully the rest of the transition goes well because yeah. I do want to work with, I want to wish Mark all the best, but I did listen to a couple of things. Uh, I listened to some podcasts this weekend that there's podcasts on Castos, like they have regular episodes every week from the people that work there right and they explained why podium was sold and they provided kind of some background to that and hearing hearing that in context was like okay this makes sense to me and i kind of maybe it was lost that part of that message was lost when i heard the wrote the press release and stuff like that but mark just wants to he loves podcasting and he wants to go back to doing podcast stuff, you know, writing newsletters, providing tips and tricks, like doing that kind of stuff. Hosting mm-hmm. a podcasting site is a lot of work. It's like if you were the, the, the way I equated what they said in that episode and the, the, the Castos people spoke very well in the episode and they were very professional and very, um, they did not talk down potting at all. And it also wasn't like corporate double speak, you know, when they're talking out of the side of their mouth, like they weren't, it was none of that, which was they spoke English. Well, no, when I say out of the side of their mouth, we wish Mark all the best in his future endeavor. Like it wasn't none of that bullshit. It was like the suit know, and tie stuck up with the stick up. your. Yeah. Head. Like there was, yeah. there was none of that, which is good. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, Castos is a small company. They're a little bigger. But the way they described it, like we're a few years ahead of Podient. 
in terms of, okay, we, we have a, few, a little more staff. We have a few more things that they don't have because they've, they've progressed further for whatever reason. Like, you know, there's no, you know, some companies move faster than others and it's not, it's nothing on podient. It's just, you know, they just cast us just grew bigger. That's all. Right. You know, it, it's a, it's a crap shoot on who gets more subscribers. Like, you can advertise all you want, but if no one heard the advertisement, then no one's going to go to you. So for whatever reason, Castos is bigger. So anyway, so he just wants to go back to being a creator and he doesn't really want to do the business side. And it's like, it's like if you train, if you're working at a company and say you work a, a press or a brake, a brake machine where they break, you know what a brake machine is? For metal, yeah. Yeah, so they, just for those that don't understand, I have a background in steel. <laughs> but, like a big cutter? Yeah. Well, it's not a cutter. A brake actually bends the steel. That's what the brake is for. It actually, oh, okay. so if you have a long flat piece of, of steel, uh, a brake will bend it to whatever angle you want. Um, the bigger brakes can handle the deeper gauges or the thicker or the bigger thicknesses. So, if you work a brake your entire, you know, for 10 years and you were the best brake operator, you know how to get the angles absolutely perfect within a, a, a tenth of an inch or whatever. And you're the best. And now they've recognized your, what your contributions to that company and they move you up into management. You've done so well, we want to reward you. We're going to give you a management position. Now, the management position is you are managing the people that work on the brake. You are no longer doing any braking. In fact, you're not doing any physical labor at all. Now, that's the advantage. The negative is you've become a glorified babysitter. And Pretty all much. you do is babysit. So you're paid more money, but you're no longer doing the thing that you love. So say you're a writer and you work and you, you know, you work in the trenches for 10 years and you're writing tons of stuff and you love writing, you just love the wordplay. You love the art of writing. You love all that stuff. And they're like, Hey, you're an excellent writer. We're going to promote you to management and in management, you won't get to do any writing at all. You'll just get to critique everyone else's writing. You lose your love for the writing. You lose your love for working on the break. Right. Uh, and you use, you lose your love for podcasting. If you, all you're doing is, is managing everyone else's podcasts, right? That's, that's not fun anymore. You want to get back to, back to what, you know, what sparked your interest to begin with. In my opinion, and you and I've talked about this before, I think on the show is that when you become a manager, you make more money, but it's a demotion in terms of quality of, of work. If that makes sense. You're, it's not fun yeah. anymore. Yeah, depending on what you're doing. If you hate what you're doing and then you're the manager, then you don't have to worry about what you were doing. Yeah. Like <laughs> but it depends. Yeah. Like like say say you've played guitar for years. You're an amazing guitar. You love playing guitar. It when you play guitar, you can shut the world out and it brings you joy. And when you're done like playing for an hour or two, you sit down, you're like, ah, like it just sets you at peace. Right. And then they, people are like, okay, let's reward you. You are now going to make guitars, but you're never going to get to play again. Or no, you're the sound engineer. Yeah. 
and you just need to mix shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, but, you're not playing anymore. No, no, no. Other don't don't play the guitar. You don't need you playing guitar. We just want you. Yeah, like uh, it. It's not always positive to to move up because often when you're promoted, it's promoted with more work, more money, but in the long run, probably less money because you're working more hours and there's more stress and. Yeah, it depends depends on your job. And managing people is not a promotion. Not in my mind. No. If you're getting like independence in a job, like if you're a writer and you work with an editor or you work with multiple editors and and, uh, the people that, you know, set set your font and set your spacing on the page and and all that. And then a promotion for that would be, look, we're going to be more hands-off. You get more creativity you get to write what you want to write. We're not going to tell you what to write or dictate what you write. You're going to get to write what you want to write. That's a promotion. Yeah. Instead of being, okay, well now you have to edit everyone else's work. You don't get to write anymore, but you get to edit everyone else's work. That's not a promotion. But anyway, that's my two cents. Cool. So <laughs> I, actually, I actually pulled up the list and we were, <laughs> we were going to do something, but I guess we're not. Well, you start out with the massage thing. We I don't think we've ever talked about that before. We've we've done episodes post massage when I drive home from the massage and we talked oh, yeah. about like five yeah. minutes, but we didn't go into detail. No, we didn't go into you know what to expect what what to expect. Uh, you know, walking in, ask you some questions. Sometimes I'll have a little map of your body and then they'll kind of go, Okay, this will be in your chart. This is the part that you want to work on more. So the next time you come, we'll have your chart. It'll all be all filled out already. You know, they'll ask if you're, you know, allergic to this or that, or, yep. you know, just uh, just normal medical questions. If you had any surgeries and, um, and if you have scar tissue, like the scar tissue on my back, I guess they say when they work on the scar tissue, that breaks it down. Um, I don't know if it's the older it is, the easier it is to break down or harder it is to break down. Probably the harder, I would think, logically. I would, I would assume it would be harder. Maybe that's what I have on the one leg, my left leg. Like uh, uh, most massage therapists have avoided it because it's like, fuck this. We're not touching this. <laughs> you know, Why? Like, I don't know. But like Tamara, just like she, she doesn't speak this way. This is just me interpreting her brain. Right. She's like, fuck this. We're working through this until we, you know, until it's loose again. Right. And it fucking hurt. Like it hurt, man. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. hurt. And like I was trying, it took all my energy not to tense up, but it's like, if I don't tense up and she works through it and it hurts, it fucking hurts when she's done, it'll be loose. And then I can keep stretching it and drink water and do all the things. And then the next time it'll be better. And God damn it. Today it was better. It didn't hurt. So it's like, you know what? Let her do her job. Right. If you have problem areas. Yeah. They're they're different be sore my my back when they work on it feels great like it hurts but it's like it's a good hurt it's kind of hard to it's almost like you know when when people when their ears itching they stick your finger in it and they, they just wiggle it back and forth it's almost like it <laughs> feels good but it's, it's driving me crazy <laughs> kind of like that um the uh real holy shit we just get more downloads a whole bunch more sweet um 
So Michael Petra does this thing that I really, really like, and I want to end an episode in the same way he starts his episode, if we may. So what he does is he actually goes over his listeners and uh, kind of shares where the podcast, how the podcast is doing, where it's at, that sort of thing. This one Who's listening? Long. Who's listening? So today was our biggest day this month. Ooh. Um, well, you we released that that one um, when we <laughs> the episode this week. Yeah, I like I like that episode. I I started listening to it today. I, I listened to, to it again. I, it's I didn't listen two. to it all. Yeah, I listened to it again today. It was like that's that. I don't know. It was fun. So let let's see how we were doing in the month of June. Okay, so we're 15 days in, halfway through the month, and our top episodes are today's this monday's episode the rage rage social media etiquette and the scots are all the rage rage <laughs> <That's the episode. laughs> love it um yeah it's heads and like we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a, a live podcast with them one day i well, want I'd, I'd love to do it we'll have to figure out the time zones and stuff but, but they didn't release an episode this week so i was like I kept checking every day looking for a new episode and they don't have one. So I'm going to go a little deeper in the catalog and, and uh, find some other stuff, but that was the far away, the winner. Like it's five times more than any other episode on the list for the month. Yeah. I had a blast. It's, that, it's was crazy. that was, yeah. And then our state of decay two episode. Um, the first one, second one, or th- how many do we do? <laughs> That's the second one. We did two in a row. The 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 first one, the I think the 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 two two episodes ago or two state of decays ago was like last month. Um, but it's doing good. And then we we talked about the Bullet Boys. Yeah, that's right. Both state of decay episodes are in the it's number two and number three for the month so far. Wow, so great numbers. Um, Danny Roy's episode showed up in the top 10 again. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The one where we did, that was a fun episode. I want to do that again, but maybe with a different band, but we did kiss versus kiss. Right. Pick the five best albums. And then he picked his five. I picked my five. And then we, you know, we, we went head to head. Right. I'd like to do that again, but maybe we do like Van Halen maybe, or we, you know what? Okay, Chris, um, Chris, oh my God. Eric, <laughs> Chris, I don't know. Eric Senich, dude, I know you listen to the effing show. Uh, Eric Senich has a new show now. Oh, it's, it's good, actually. What's, what's it, it called? It is called, I always forget the name. Um, cause it's, it's new. He's only got a few episodes out. Oh God, where the hell is it now? I'm sorry, Eric. It's called Booked on Rock with Eric Senich. So he's he's interviewing uh, authors of music books. Hmm. So, you know, people that wrote a biography on Van Halen, um, you know, one on, um, uh, what's the ones I just listened to? The one I listened to today was Babysitting a Band. Uh, babysitting a band on the rocks is the, na- the name of the book. The author is GD Pretorius, Pretorius, and he wrote a book about kind of being a concert promoter and stuff, and and uh, all these bands that he's worked with or helped promote shows with include Van Halen. He's got a story about um, 
Let me see here. Like hair metal bands of the 80s? Like No, no, like it, earlier than that. So Aer- Aerosmith, there's lots of stuff. ACDC, Van Halen, Pink Floyd, yes, Jethro Tull, and more. And then, oh, yeah, story about Keith Richards, which is really fucking awesome. Uh, he talks about D. Snyder, too, which is pretty cool. Um, but every, every episode, he's dealing with the author of a book on rock. So he had Martin Popoff, uh, who's written multiple books on Rush. Oh, he, he was a frequent guest on his old show, Discovery with Eric Sinich. Um, Greg Prado, who's awesome. I follow him on Twitter. Just, just good freaking authors that wrote like really good books on bands that we all love. So uh, anyway, so um, I would like to do the Van Halen, a Van Halen versus best something ver- and then worst something. So maybe like worst songs versus best songs. Best song on a particular album. Worst song in particular album? Yeah, maybe something like along those lines. Okay. Eric, throw us uh throw us an idea. I'd love yeah. to have him back on the show. I also wanted to like on the show to talk about his old show, Discovery, and his new show, Booked on Rock, and kind of mm-hmm. maybe talk about what, you know, why he changed and just to promote the shit out of the guy because I mean he's good. He's good people. Sweet. But yeah, we did a kiss versus kiss episode with Danny Roy. So that's kind of like you know what? Like, let's get the Van Halen news desk guy on maybe to talk Van Halen. Exactly. Ooh. I think that'd be fun and have a format like that would be tons of fun. But um, split screen mode was in our top 10. <laughs> the importance of split screen. <laughs> United Ghosts of Christmas Gears, which was. Um, wow. How old is that? Uh, 2016. 2016. Yeah. Oh. Oh, get behind something, which is probably my favorite episode of all time. Is what it was a solo one I did out like out of all the solo ones I did, that was the one that you liked. One it was a motivational yeah. like, if you want to do something, just fucking do it. Well, I'm not going to be good at. Who cares? It doesn't matter if you're good at something. It only matters if you do it. It's it's all in your mind. It's the power of suggestion. I guess is that uh, yeah yeah. So. Anyway, so that's the top 10. So let's see who's listening where. So are we are we big in Sweden still? Or it's not kind of kind of went petered away. Yeah. Um for the first time ever, and this is really freaking weird. First time ever, Canada is number one. Oh. Um, by du- more than double over listenership anywhere else, which is very unusual. It's that's not usually the way it works. Now, your personal opinion. Do you think that the results were skewed from the provider they had before? Oh, hell yeah, they were. Like, I, I don't know. Do, do you think we would have had people from Sweden? No, the Sweden happened when we moved over. Or wait. No, that was oh, before. Wait, that was the old one, yeah. Maybe they yeah. were skewed. But the thing is, the difference is, is the old provider did not count streams. So unless it was downloaded, completely downloaded on some right. device... It didn't count. So you would never know. For example, if someone went to our website and just hits play, that doesn't count. Really? The old provider. No, they don't. On the old one. Because you can download it to your computer. The idea is you have to download it to your computer or to your phone to listen to it in order for it to count. So Podium actually counts your streams because it matters. Right. 
So anyway, so Niverville was number one. I have no idea. I don't know anybody who's in Niverville. Which fans are Niv- Niverville? I don't know. Is that a one of? <laughs> no, there was like that was the majority. It was uh, pretty close to double listenership over Winnipeg. Wow. So I don't know who's in Niverville, but thank you very much. Yes, thank you very and much. And if you are from Niverville and you are listening, please message us at Sean Geek Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can reach Todd at, at Todd Geek on Twitter. He's not active on there, but if you send him, no, I'm not active. He'll see it, but he's also on Instagram as Fast Fret. Yeah. The only thing I really check is the, uh, well, is is the uh, the tech talk one, but that's even oh, yeah. people go there, but there's there's nowhere to. I don't have a, a a forum or anything where people can talk and you can kind of go back and forth. So, I'm uh, your yours is probably a better one to to go to because yours is and active. I, res- and, I respond to everything. I yeah, don't yeah. Ignore anybody. United States was second with half the votes, or half the amount of yeah. number one. Which is weird because you lately United States has been has been more than double, sometimes triple what Canada is. So this is an anomaly. And um, again, San Ho- San Jose, which for some reason this is one the one thing I don't like about Podium. It gives you the city, but it doesn't tell you where it is. So San Jose is triple any other location. San Jose, I'm assuming California, but there's San Jose's all across all the United States. Hmm. See, see, and then uh, United Kingdom third, and then we have uh, we only have one, but one in Brazil, one in Romania, one in Germany. Wow! So that's pretty good. Interesting. Now, hey, yeah, there, there's something I never thought of, but now it just kind of popped in my head. If you're using a like NordVPN, like a, a VPN service. Yep. If, if you're using a VPN service, I'm wondering now if that's where the stream would show up. So say if you went mm. to that and went, okay, well, uh, let's say Germany and click it and yep. then clicked your stream. I'm assuming it would show up as, as Germany, wouldn't it? Maybe. Maybe that's where, that. maybe there's a VPN in Niverville. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Just looking at, the, at at this year's numbers, though, and th- th- this is funny. Okay, when we were at the other place, which we're not going to name, um, the numbers for this year, mm-hmm. like just up to from January first to now, was the same numbers we had at the other place over multiple years. Oh, so yeah, the show is growing, sure, but I think. I- misreporting of of statistics i'm sure played a big part i'm not I'm, i know year one we, maybe we had you know 10 downloads for the year or something yeah but still but united states was wow it's actually it's about 50 episodes difference between the united states and canada and then spain was huge Hundreds of downloads from Spain this year. Peace. And then you See, know, I, I, and I still can't believe that it 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 has gone farther than just you and I talking. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird? It is weird. Okay, so okay, okay. Uh, now now we're in the we're in the weeds here. So I'm going I'm going to 
So since we started with Podient, we've had as many downloads. Actually, we've had 1,200 downloads more than our entire time with the other guys. Wow. Than our entire time with the other guys. These are downloads. These aren't streams. Download. Well, they can't, they call it downloads, but it's downloads, streams, whatever. Okay. So. Because I never download. I, I'll never download a podcast. I'll listen to it. Well, yeah. Why would you? Live? I mean, I've got Wi-Fi. Turn it on. Way you go. You don't have to. I mean, if I'm in my vehicle or something and I have to use data, well, my plan's got a limited data. So why would I, why would I download? I'm just using up space that I have to, you know, delete later on. Yeah. So we're at 12,000 downloads. If, if we count, if we count this month, no, no, no. Overall, wow. that includes <laughs> the downloads only, not the streams from right. where we were before. Jeez. And they only, they didn't record. The, there was, they used to record streams. And when they were recording streams, the number of streams was roughly equivalent to four to five times more than the number of downloads. That was the discrepancy. So right. for every download, you had four to five streams. Hmm. And we had 5,000 downloads at the old place. So if we're talking four to five times. But, so, I, but that's not a real metric. Like it's not for sure. But every time I watched it, it was roughly four to five times higher. Right. Do you save and any that's when of the people, videos? And that's when people still downloaded. Right. And people didn't stream because data was expensive. Hmm. So is that ratio higher now? Probably. Could be. Do you save any of the video of the ones that we do? Or is yeah, it just strictly uh, audio? You know, um, I saved, I started uploading the videos to YouTube as well. Or on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Okay. I just I just went to the uh, the Facebook link where you have uh, it it show up right on your on your website. I never I didn't realize we were actually so. Yeah. Oh wow! Now it's not linked. So where can it's we not, find this on YouTube? If you want to if you want to see what what our ugly mugs look like. Junkie <laughs> podcast, nineteen thousand views on podcast setup with laptop, USB mixer, and Audacity. Twenty four thousand on iRig podcast phone setup. Oh, and mine. Yeah. Uh, let's go here. Yeah, I was amazed to see that many people actually looked at it. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. Geez, I don't know. Yeah. That audio doesn't sound very good. If that's way, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm talking on my phone <laughs> while I'm videotaping, showing how to set up the podcast stuff. Um, I'm just looking so. Yeah, we have videos like let's go deep with state of decay. That's a, a video video. It's actually ranking them in order of popular. Oh, we just want to celebrate with James Beaver. That was awesome. I was wearing a toque. <laughs> well, you'll have to put the link on your site because then I'm gonna I want to go to it. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll and check it out. This is the very first Sean Geek video. The rum power review one. I'm so fucking skinny here. Hello, hello. This is uh, Sean McGinnity calling, and I am... Calling? Anyway, <laughs> as promised, I am doing uh, my own rum-powered review. Special thanks to 
Shane Wellen and his Rum Powered Reviews, which are fantastic. This is my audition, kind of, to be on Rum Powered uh, Reviews. His, upon his recommendation and upon Corey's recommendation, I have sought the holy grail of alcohol, uh, namely the crack. Looks like that thing's growing out of my head. It's uh, black spiced rum. Yeah, it's like a UFO. Really it's kind of hovering. Jamaican spiced rum, Captain Morgan's. I'll skip ahead here. But I was told to be crack and rum. I'm doing a rum power review of crack and rum. Crack and rum, my God. Yeah, last time I had crack and rum, it didn't turn out too well. I believe this is the first time I, I'd ever drank it, maybe. Uh, specialty named brands of things like Hobgoblin beer. All right. There we are. Apologize about that. And here we go. We're going to give the, um, the taste test. Now, you could drink it straight. Which I did. Oh, but okay. Anyway, maybe here not. we go. See your eyes bug out of your head. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was straight. No. Oh God. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because that that's that stuff strong. I drink quite strongly. I uh, Abby's favorite T-shirt. It's a testament of how much. Oh. For. Um, is it a quarter? Oh shit! Or maybe a third of rum to coke. Holy shit! That's probably way too high a content. <laughs> but getting said, idiot, still tastes very smooth going down. Um, if I had to mix this, up. all right, that's enough of that shit. This was before pod your podcasting uh, debut. Oh, way before. This is this is when I'm like, I was watching rum powered reviews with Shane Wellen, and uh, I'm like. I love this show. Like I want on this show. And Shane was, I, I can't remember at this point, I think Shane and I knew who each other were. And I think we'd seen each other once. Was, I think we, he talked about it when he's on the show. He was like, I like this guy. And it was <laughs> sort of, we were in his kitchen. We were talking and we we're both like, this guy's cool. This guy's cool. Like, and I'm like, fuck, he's got a, he's got a YouTube channel. And I'm looking how many views he's got. I'm like, I want in. Like, this is fucking cool. So I just, I'm like, well, it's one of those things. If you want to do something, fucking do it. So I did it. Exactly. I That's how it starts. Sent it to him. Posted it on his, I think he posted it on his channel. Next thing you know, he and I are doing drunken reviews of action figures. And we did quite <laughs> a few of them. Uh, there, None of it's available at the moment. Like, he pulled his channel down or he made it uh, private. Um. And he talked about it in the episode. Like I was, I watched, he sent me a bunch. Like I, I have a private link to watch them. Mm -hmm. And I watched a bunch and political correctness was, we were both kids and we didn't know any better, but we said a few things that were not considered appropriate anymore. And at the time we were just dumbass idiots. We kids. Yeah. Yeah. You, well, you, you grow. That's, like, that's the main thing. You hear something that a comedian once said and you say it again because everyone laughed when the comedian said it, but you don't really get the joke. You don't really understand the joke. And then when you're later, you go back and listen to, to, to the original joke that you're emulating. You're like, holy shit, is that inappropriate? Now that you have context and you understand what the joke meant, which was disparaging, you don't realize it's disparaging because you don't have any context for it. You don't understand what you were saying yeah life you know, holy yeah you gotta live a little bit and then so, kind of 
I think that's part of why a lot of those were taken down. It's like, maybe not now, like, but they were fun. Like we had this chemistry. Like he, He's a good dude, man. Like he actually said he wants to be on the show again. <laughs> so we got to figure that out. Yeah. Shane, if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Come back on. Boop, uh, a blue, ba- uh, boop, blue, blay. <laughs> boop, blue, <blay> powered review. <laughs> Maybe what we need to do though, because he's got his, um, uh, Shams, Shams, what was his? Like, his Ted Shams? Shams. Shams loves games or something. That was his, uh, he had a puppet. Oh, okay. TikTok videos. And he reviews stuff, sort of, but it's the puppet oh, reviewing. And he's got a okay. the puppet. So, Maybe we need to do voices. Do you have any voices? Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I could come up with something. Shane, there's the challenge. And if Shane doesn't want to do sham. So should we have puppets in front of the, um, (laughs) in front of our cameras? Hang on. And we'll just, we'll just kind of be out of view, out of screen view. Okay. Everywhere. Hi. Gordon Shumway here, and uh, I work for uh, the Shangeek in, uh, what's your name? Uh, Fast Fret. Fast Fret Podcast. <laughs> Elf. Yeah. He's got the same haircut. As I used to have? Um, I like you can actually style the hair. Yeah, he's kind of got that, uh, that troll type of hair. Like, remember, they have the little things I need your pencils. And it had that yes. tough of hair. Yes. And then, then you shake your pants on it. would just got to go. Poof, look like Don King. I'm going to share my two favorite Alf moments. You ready? Okay. Okay. So he was in an episode of the show. Let me tell a story. All right. I'll hide my mouth so it doesn't look like I'm talking. So uh, I went into Willie's bathtub. Remember Willie? Willie, yep. I went into the bathtub. That was a dad, wasn't it? Well, he wasn't my dad. No. So I went into the bathroom, went into the tub, and uh, he had this uh, thing in the tub hang from a rope. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Soap? What? What? Soap on a rope? Uh, No. Laxative on a rope. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Laxative on a rope. That was the joke. Oh, okay. That was the episode. He was sitting in the tub and he had the runs. I ain't getting out of the tub. Oh, I just ate this thing here. You, you ate the soap on a rope? No, laxative on a rope. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. See the bubbles? Yeah. That's, that's me. You know, you know when Melmac, uh, uh, I had a buddy who was a dentist. Wasn't a good profession on Melmac. I mean, look how many teeth we have. Four. Exactly. Wasn't a good paying job. That was a joke. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I missed that episode. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it all, unfortunately, including the animated. Anyway, that might be fun. So, Sham, Sham if you're listening, do you want to do an episode with Shumway, or do you want to do an episode with uh, Kermit? Guess we'll see. I got Grover here too. Do you have a stuffed animal, Todd? 
No, I don't. No, that's something I don't have. Ooh, could be oh, wait, so no. Actually, I do have a stuffed animal. It's a it's a big big teddy bear. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I'll have to use that. I'm up the voice for it. Yeah, it's on our list. It's been on our list for like three years now. <laughs> really? Do do voices? Yeah. Oh, okay. The whole episode as voices. I might have to adjust the camera. Okay, we'll have to try that. Yep. All right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go play video games. Already? Um. Yeah, we're playing a lot of uh, Game Pass now. <laughs> oh, you're playing those other games? We bought Game Pass, so it's like there's hundred hundred plus games on there. Oh yeah. And they're all free. Like, right. And it's it's three months for a buck. We well, better take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. that's where the GTA came from, Red Dead. Right. Yeah, so we've been playing Co- the Conan one, Todd. Mm-hmm. I've played the Conan one for PC. Is it called Exiles? Um, Exiles? No, I don't think it was called that. It was it was the Conan. It was kind of like it was like that uh, Lord of the Rings and and that type of World of Warcraft type of thing. It was Conan. Did you just start in a loincloth in the middle of a desert with nothing? Jeez, you know what? That was such a long time ago. I can't remember. That's what this is. You're in the middle of a desert wearing nothing but a loincloth and you have nothing and it's fucking hot. And if you don't find cover, you are going to cook. Oh. So you literally start with nothing and you're like, it's a survival game is what it is. So you have to find stuff to make clothing out of. You have to find a water skin to collect water. You have to find water. You have put to put in the water food. skin. You have to find you have to find the water skin. If you find the water, you find a water skin and there's water in it, but that's all you get. But you have to find the water skin first. And if you don't drink, you have to worry about your hydration, your your belly, like how full you are, your encumbrance, how much you're carrying. Oh my god. And then your temperature. Those four are the things you have to watch all the time. Sounds stressful for a game. See, I like to relax when I play. <laughs> it's you know, like a freak out. I need fucking water. <laughs> We're playing on easy. It's like it's like a smoker with a lighter, and the lighter's not working. It's like the stress, the stress. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's a game. If it's it's on Game Pass, but I don't know how. If it's cross, I think it is cross platform because there's there's a couple things in it in there where you can switch over to mouse and um, mouse and keyboard. Okay. Mm. But, but it's fun when you're playing together, it's fun because it's like, hey, I just found some food. You share the food. Hey, I just found some rocks. So, yeah, well, the more people, the better. Yeah for, yeah. for scrounging stuff, for sure. But like the first food you find, you find a bush and you, you grab like leaves out of the bush and you get leaves. You can actually put the leaves together to make shoes or, or shade, an umbrella or something. But you, uh, if you get enough of them and you you put them together, like you braid them together, it gives you twine. You find some rocks. You can take a big piece of rock with twine and make a stone axe. Now you have hmm. a stone axe. You can cut stuff. And in and when you're in the in the you're grabbing a, a little bramble or a bush or whatever, there's also bugs in there. You can eat the bugs to feed you to sustain you until you can find real food. Wow. Like snack, yeah. Like a snack. That's also fun. There's these big pulp, like 
gross like fat worms they're like this long they're like this fat oh and all the green slime in them lots of protein but if you've ever watched survivor (laughs) (laughs) oh but it's fun like we're we were playing together and then um you pick your god that you worship you have to build an altar for your god really build an altar for your god Oh really? And you get to pick like six different gods. Was this uh was this who made this game? Someone from the Bible Belt or No, no, no. It's made it's it's the it's the Conan universe. So it's all the different gods from the Conan universe. Like one, oh, okay. One's Ymir, which is like from Thor stuff. Right. So it's like the ice giant Ymir. So he's I don't know, can't remember what Ymir was. But there's another one called, what's the other one, Yog, And they're cannibals. So if you kill a person, you can, you're going to, you're going to do better eating people that you've killed. Oh, there's a good fun game for the whole family. (laughs) (laughs) Of course we play in front of the kids because we're horrible parents. (laughs) Well, it's like playing, well, it's like playing the um, State of Decay too. I mean, you're, you're blowing zombies heads off. It's like, woo Run them over with vehicles. It's like, have oh my met, god! Have you met the community that um, gives you an offer for free food? Um, I may have. Yeah. Well, there's a whole storyline. There's like mission. You do the mission, and then another mission pops up, and then you play some more game, and then another mission pops up for them. And okay. it's like they're like, "Hey, can you help us with something?" And then you help them, and then they yes. like food. They give me food. Yeah, they give you food. They give you rucksacks of food. Uh, yeah, I've had that happen. Okay, so then, they've done that. So the here's free trouble. They ask you for something else, like uh, fuel. No, no, no. Medi- medication. No, one group. It's food. Everything you do for them, they give you food. Oh, they give you food. Yeah, yeah, as a reward. And then at one point, they're like, "Um, what did they say? I think." can you go kill some zombies, but I need you to hack off their arms and legs. And then, no, I haven't gotten that one yet. No. And then later they're like, Hey, there's a person that used to be part of our community. Can you go fetch them and bring them back? And you're like, okay. So well, they're usually lost or something. You bring them back. Says, Oh, no, not in this case. They're like, I'm not going back there. Those people are crazy. Oh, then they ask you to help them get rid of them. So you have the option of bringing them back. <laughs> Yeah, or I've done, I've or, done that where I've had to. They attack me, so I had to kill them. Basically, well, in this one, basically, what they are is they're finding people, and they're eating them. Oh, so that's what the food is. So if you open up the rucksack, like you, right. you can break a rucksack down. Yeah, you break the rucksack down. It says, um, it says like food, like funny smelling food. Oh, and then a wedding ring. Oh, <laughs> so it was attached to the food. Attached to the food, exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's it basically there's cannibals in the game, and they want you to help them. And then there's another community. They find zombies. This isn't this isn't uh, State of Decay. You're talking this about State this of Decay, is... yeah? No, the State oh. of Decay. Oh, okay. and there's another group. They actually have a, a zombie with an with tied around around their neck yeah around the neck yeah like they're they're another like 
wacky community and they start asking you to do weird shit huh yeah i did run into them that was the very first uh the first group that i had and if you kill that zombie there's another one later yeah i did that because it was like why like what are you doing trying to attract more zombies like you're supposed to be getting rid of them not attracting them yeah it's weird it's, it's great to bring your your shooting skill level up though yeah yeah, yeah. all right okay so you can follow the podcast at our home which is seanmcginnity.ca that's s-e-a-n-m-c-g-i-n-i-t-y you can see all our podcasts there you can go to todd's todd geek tech talk channel you can listen to our music or dome music or other music or uh, bros before gin just jamming there's even a salty bear song on there Ooh. uh you can also buy t-shirts and other swag so go under the uh the merch tab and uh, i'm gonna try to make a link to the youtube channel because some people want to watch us and they don't even know there's a youtube channel well i didn't even know there was a youtube channel yeah i, I post them every week uh, when we do an episode like we do with Jarrett, which is a double episode, I release the whole episode in full. Oh, when the second part of it's released, so I release the whole thing in full, right? One big thing unedited, so you get the whole thing. Sweet, so you makes sense, yeah. Jarrett cursing because his headphones aren't working or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm gonna sign off. All righty, see you on the flip side. See you later. Bye. Bye.